Okay. Um, we are on Chafikimo Amar Aleph at the two dots, right? So it's going to be a question when this, this, you know, this like caveat, right? Which comes at the end of the Mishnah, which is that if they already, you know, if she already got married, you know, um, and then the eight second set of Edom comments, and no, 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 whatever the case is, whatever you thought is not really true. So then she doesn't have to get, she doesn't have to leave the second marriage. The question is like, when's that, when's that going to apply? So it would be Oshia Masin La Arisha, Rabbi Bar Avin Masin La Seifa. So like, a, if you just look at Rashi, he explains what the case is, that right? So Rashi says, just gives a little cheat to go back to the Mishnah. So Rashi is Arisha, meaning Imi Shenises Bo Edim, it's a fourth line in Rashi. Arisha Imi Shenises Bo Edim Shahait Sa Ishis Ish, Vinises Api Atzma, right? Again, the case was, Edim came and said that she was, had been married, and now she gets married, she remarries based on her own testimony, right? Sha'amra Grushani, right? She says she's a Grusha. So, so if you say it's on the Reisha, it means that she said that she's a Grusha, and then she got remarried, and now um, a guy, in, and now they even come afterwards and say, no, 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 you weren't a Grusha, so that's what, that's, that, according to this approach, that's the scenario in which he says, um, you know, well, if she already got married, she can stay married, right? However, Rabbah, Bar Oven Masin La Seifa. The Rabbi Bar Oven says it's going on the second case, right? The Seifa. What's the Seifa? Anish Beisi Utahora Ani, right? The case where she says again, I was kidnapped and I and I and I wasn't raped, right? Vitiru Ali Nasi. They love to get married again because the, she's the one who who first offered that she was um, kidnapped in the first place, right? The one for being taller doesn't that say more that it's more so the fact that she's. Right, so she says I I was kidnapped, right? And Tahora can still marry Cohen, right? right. Sure. Okay. They, they didn't do it. They didn't do anything. Yet. We are on. We got the two dots on Chafikim Amar Aleph, right? We're like uh, two dots. Rabbi Oshia Masni. We're like uh, if you go in the from the beginning of the white lines, count up one, two, three, four. Two, three, four. From the sorry, from the end. From, from here. Yeah, from count up one, two, three, four. Here. Yeah. Last right. Last yeah. Right, so because the question is this line when the when the mission says if she already got married, right. so leave her alone, right? So what are we talking about, right? So Rabbi Oshia says that's going on the first part of the Mishnah where she says I'm married but I got divorced, right? So if you said okay, fine, but if you know, and he basically said if she if it turns out that Eden show up later and say no, you weren't divorced, so she can stay married, or Rabbi Oven says no, it's going on the safe at the case where she she says I was kidnapped. But I, uh, but nothing happened, right? I'm still allowed to marry Cohen. So again, same thing. We let her marry the Cohen, and if it turns out that the Adam come later, um, you know that she that she really was she really was you know something really did happen. She really was raped. She really pursued the Cohen. So again, we let we let her stay. So the question: What are we, which which case are we talking about? So so the Gemara says man the masila reisha kol sheka If you agree and allow this, when it comes to the if if you say that this law. Applies to the Rasha, where she says that I was divorced, right? And that, that was her, you know, she gets married because she claims that she was divorced. And then Aiden come later and say she was divorced. You say, ah, let her stay. So you allow that. So culture get a safe us. It's certainly in the case where, um, where she says I was kidnapped, uh, we, we were going to allow her to stay with her husband, even if someone comes later and says, no, actually something, you know, you really are Tameya. Right? Why? Because in the case of Shavuya, the case of the, of the kidnapped woman, 
Chazal were already more mekel. Why is Chazal already more mekel by the kidnapped woman? So Rashi explains. Vishvuya hikilu, it's a fourth skinny line in Rashi. Vishvuya hikilu, the chashasha ba'amahu. Right? The, the, the case of the shvuya is like, it's sort of like there's an assumption, right? That if these guys, you know, kidnap these women, that they, that they uh, you know, chalila do something terrible with them. Right? It's not that there's actually something... Right, it's it's a chashash, it's a fair chashash, but it's still just a chashash. It's not like something, you know, it's not like something uh, automatic, I guess. Right. So by Shavuya already they were like relatively mako when the woman shows up, and she's the one who claims that she was a uh, Shavuya, so she's the one who can also claim that she's Tahora. Right? Similar to the case where the woman goes to that like a hotel. Right. Even though they don't see it, right. they assume that since she's there. Right. So this is an assumption thing, right? right. So, so, since this, so since this is more of an assumption, <coughs> that's why we're already more makeable in the first place. So if you, so if when she says I'm I'm a, I'm divorced, and when we accept her edus because she said I was married and I was divorced, and she and she's the one who's making all the testimony. right? So she's the one who said it. So if we say okay, we if the Adam come later, we let her stay. Then certainly by case of Shuya, we'll let, we'll let her stay, right? In such a case. Right? Wait, you just said that if she's raped, probably something she was violated in some way. No, if she was, the question is, the the mar makes the assumption that if we say this concept that one, once we let her get married, then even if the Adam come later, yeah. we let her stay with her her second husband, right? Like the new husband, right? Right. So the question is, what case are we talking about? Right. So the Gemara says, if if this rule is relevant to the case where she says I was divorced. Right, she even she says I was divorced, and then she's allowed to get or get no get married now to a new husband. Right, right. so then when someone comes later, says, no, 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 I have Adam. We're Adam that she that she never was divorced. So we let her stay. Let's say that's what the, what the case. We let her stay stay married to the second guy. So if that's true, then certainly in the case when she says I was kidnapped but nothing happened, right? I was kidnapped but I'm but I'm tahora, right? Right, I wasn't raped. So then um, we're gonna we're gonna then if Adam comes later and say yes, you were. Right? We're going to let her stay. Why? Because in the case of Shavuya in general, we're, little, we're, we're t- typically more, more relaxed. We're more lenient in general. Why? Because the case of Shavuya, assuming that she, something happened, is an assumption. We don't really know that that happened. It's just kind of an assumption. So already it's, we're more makele in that case in general. Right? However, if we went the opposite way, and this makes sense now, right? However, if, you, if, if someone holds that this rule, once she got married to a second guy already, leave her alone, even if new Adam come, if you say that's only by the Shuya case, right? you say that by the Shuya case, but you're not necessarily going to apply it back to the case of where she claims that she was divorced. Because that's, again, we're more makele by Shuya than we are by a case of divorce. So... So, so, there, so therefore, the Gemara is just pointing out, you know, um, it's machlogas where it applies to. If you hold it applies to the first case, then for sure it applies to the second case. But if you hold it applies only to the second case, you may not necessarily say that it applies to the first case. Fine. So the Gemara says, well, not, not so fast. Maybe they argue about the, maybe the, the source of this machlokas, right, is whether or not you hold like Rav Hamanuna. Okay? What's Rav Hamanuna? What, what, what are we talking about? Look at Rashi, the Rav HaMenuna, because Rav HaMenuna said, Rashi says, the Rav HaMenuna, the Amr HaIsha Sha'amra Labayla Gerashtani Ne'emenes, right? Rav HaMenuna is one who says that a woman who says to her husband that you divorced me, she's believed. Why she believed? The reason she's believed, we saw it earlier, is because she's not going to be so daring, right, to say in front of her own husband, you gave me a get. And he's like, 
didn't do anything. No, 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 you gave me a get. That's not, she's not going to do that. So if she does say it, what does it show? She must really be telling the truth. Right? That's Rav Hanunah's approach. Rav Hanunah says that a woman who says, in fr- he just says to her husband or in front of her husband that you divorced me, she's believed, right? And that's why Rashi says, Hilkach hada'arma gerusha ani mehemna, right? Meaning it's, spe- it's specifically a case of gerusha that we believe her. Why? Because it's such an extraordinary thing to claim you're divorced if you weren't, right? And therefore, maybe that's the reason why the case of divorce, right? Rabbi Oshia says this whole rule of once she got, the, got, got remarried, we leave her alone, right? That's just because he holds like Rav Hamanuna. And the, and, the, and 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 uh, and Rabbi Avin who says no, this rule applies to Shavuya only. It's not because it's something special about Shavuya per se. It's actually because he doesn't hold from Rabbi Hamanuna, who, who would say that specifically by 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 Gerusha, we would have believed her. He doesn't hold by that, so he says in both. You know, you know, he, he's he's not going to believe it. Uh, in that case, he'll he'll believe it only by claims to Shavuya. Could we assume that where Rabbi was coming from, the the divorces rates were higher, and therefore it wasn't as I'm trying to understand where he's... Why, why is he saying such a concept? Yeah. I think he just says it's a concept because it's, it's such a, it's such a, a di- striking thing for a, a person, to, a spouse, to claim of her own husband and, and a Bezdin. You gave me a get when nothing that didn't happen. Right. People will know. There's Aiden to it. There's, you know, there's so much there by, by a get to say that it, that, it, that it happened without... And it's to pull out of thin air would be like an extraordinary claim. And we assume that most people wouldn't have such audacity. You might argue that today people have more audacity than they had in those days. Right. That might be true. Um, but, uh, but yes, you, you might argue that the words were, were less. I, I, I don't know. But it, it's not something that, look, we had a question before the other day, is there a, is there a coal? Right? Do you assume that there's a, you know, that people do this, you know, get divorced privately? We talked about yesterday. You know, so like, typically, you, you know, these things that people know about, etc. So, uh, so, so but that's, that's the uh, next possibility. And maybe this machlokas, does this concept of letting her stay married, you know, if the Aiden only came after she got remarried, only applying to the Gerashin case and not to the Shriya case, is that because, you know, maybe that's because there's something special about the Gerashin case, right? And that's basically, that's basically what the Gemara tries to say. So Gemara says no. <laughs> that's not why, right? So, uh, right, it, let's just finish up the, the, the Gemara. Right, the one who says it applies to the Gerishin case because the Holy Rav Hamunah. And the one who says, no, this rule of uh, letting her stay married after the Adam show up, so that's because uh, you don't hold like Rav Hamunah. That, that only applies to Shruya, not to Gerishin, because again, it doesn't hold like Rav Hamunah. says, low, that's not true. The Kule Alma is the Rav No, everyone agrees with Rav Everyone agrees that if a woman claims that she's divorced, again, she's the one who brought it up, and she's the one, who's, she's the one who, who, who comes to bed and says, look, I, I was married, and, I, and he divorced me, and she's the one who said that. Uh, everyone agrees that she be that she she would be believed, right? Bahacha, bahacha, but what's the machal guess? The mar savar ki yimed rav hamununa befanav, right? One says no. The only time we say rav hamununa's concept that the, the woman is believed to say, "I was divorced," is if the husband is standing there. Why? Because that's when it's such a chutzpah to say if it's not true, right? Aval shalob befanav meiza. But if he's not there, then she will say it, right? Meaning, meaning. You might argue that this whole concept, yeah, it's true, right? But I'm still not going to apply it in, in, in our case because our case is not where he's standing there. That's just where, he, where she says it about, in general, by the way, I was divorced. Okay, but he's not there. 
So if he's not there, she then Rebbe... She would have the chutzpah. She would have the chutzpah. Right. And there's no special thing to believe her. And it's not better for Manuna. But the other approach, which says, no, we apply this rule even to the ratio, even the case of, of divorce, that's, you hold that Rebbe Manuna's case was not about saying it in front of the husband. It was to say it at all. Right? That saying it at all is such a chutzpah that she... Uh, you know, uh, she still wouldn't say it, right? Shaloba, even if she's not there, not many enemies, she, she also wouldn't have the chutzpah. And if you hold, that, that's what Rebbe Manun meant, then again, yeah, you'd, you'd apply it even to, you know, even to the Reisha. And like we said, if you hold it to the Reisha, then you're going to apply it also to the Sefer, right? By the case of Shavuya. So, um, so we don't know. The, in the bottom line, we don't know. But, um, but that's the, you know, the, the way of understanding, at least, at least this Machloka, to, to, to which case this, this caveat you know, applies. And when according to Rebel Shaya, like she would just never lie, even if he's not there. She's just she, if just, she, she would, would ne- never. She, a woman would not lie about receiving a get. Right. I mean, that's not such a crazy thing to say. I mean, no. if you think about it, it's a pretty big thing to lie about. Right. And it's and again, it's going to be found out. Right. Although the premise of all these remarks seems to be that there's like she doesn't have that veracity, like you know, because like, she wouldn't lie. Or or I don't know, like that was, she's always believed. I don't think it's that she's always believed. I think it's that, I mean, it's she's believed when she makes a claim that otherwise would be an extraordinary claim if it was a lie. That's the point. You're right. Um, okay. Look, if you, you know, if there's something about this woman that makes you think for sure that there's like reason to believe that she, she's a liar, it might be a different story. You know, if a woman has a track record of lying, it might be, different. you know, there could be, uh, you know, other uh, mitigating circumstances that, uh, you know, help us understand more about this person. But, you know, assuming that, you know, they, they, they try, that she seems to be a trustworthy person, sounds like, a, again, according to this approach, at least, that you, you would trust her because the claim is so, is so stark. Yeah, we just went from, from Nuna's perspective, okay, in front of him. Right. Like whole and then right. we just went, right. swung the pendulum all the way the other way. Anytime a person claims divorce. Yeah, correct. Right. Um, okay. But by the way, even in that case, if she hadn't gotten married yet, right, it's only when she got married already to the next guy that we say, okay, fine, now leave it alone. If she makes the claim and then someone comes, Adam comes and says she's a liar, we're going to accept the Adam against her. Right? We're not, we're not going to let her stay married. We're not going to let her get married now. But actually, well, I, well, I just said it, we think it's true. Now take a look at what the Gemara says actually after that, which is actually even stronger. So we're talking in the same case, right? Yeah, and if she, if she went ahead and married and now Adam come. So what have we been saying all along until now, what I just said, right? Which is, we always assume it's if she went ahead and got married based on this original testimony, if new Adam come afterwards, that's when we leave her. She's allowed to stay, stay married to the, to the new husband, right? right? That's what we've assumed the case was. So check this out. Amr Avua de Shmuel, so Shmuel's father said the files. Lo niseis niseis No, no, no. It doesn't mean that she actually got married based on, on, on her claim that was accepted. Rather, when she got the psaq from the Bezdin that she is allowed to remarry, afa bisha lo even though she hasn't actually gotten married. That's what this line in the, Gemara, in the Mishnah means. That we said, oh, so once she got married already, then we don't make her get divorced from, or you know, have to leave the, second, the, the new husband. He's saying, no, that's not what it means. It means a bigger chiddish. It means that once the psach was given in Bezin that she can't remarry, even if Aiden, and like, good, and now we, we, we've, you know, break, we're done, psach has been written or given or whatever, and we're ready to go home. And then, you know, uh, uh, to even show up and say, no, 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 it's not true. She's really not divorced or she really was, uh, was raped or whatever, that even then we don't listen because the psaac has already been finished. The psaac has been done. That says she can get married. Even if two witnesses come afterwards? Afterwards. Because the psaac did. She's not even married yet. She's not even married yet. Yeah, that's what he wants to say. That's a much bigger chiddish, right? 
Okay, so Gemara says, "V'halu teitzikitani." What do you mean? The whole point was, once she's married, she she doesn't have to leave the marriage. That's the impl- implication. Is she is married, right? So answer Gemara, no. Lo harishon. She doesn't leave her original sock that allows her to get remarried. Wow, that's an incredible. That's an incredible, uh, you know, chiddush to say. That's true. Even that once she was given the psak, even if Adam come, she doesn't have to. Uh, she doesn't have to listen. She can go ahead and she can get married. It sounds like like lechachila because she got the psak already. Um, and and, no, and the Gemara doesn't like present a counter to this at the, for right now, um, which is yeah, that's at least what Avur Shmuel's point was. Um, fine, but now the Gemara is going to give a couple of other cases. Atan Rabbanu, Amra Nishbesi Utaharani. Woman says, "I was kidnapped and I'm tahora. Nothing happened with those guys." Right? And she says, if you wait a little bit, I have witnesses that will come and tell you that I'm Torah. How she can have witnesses that she was Torah? Eating that were, where she says, Shahayu imi tamid. She says, I was kidnapped and there was someone, there were two other people in the jail cell with me the whole time. So they can tell you that I was never removed from the room. I never went to a place with these guys, but you know, with one of these guys by themselves. So I have Adim, that, that would be, that's the only Adim we could really have here, right? Adim yeah. that she was never taken privately into any place. Well, right? people that right. right. But I'm saying, she, she's with somebody else, two other people who, who can claim, who can testify that she, that she was never taken. These are other Jews, I guess so, right? Uh, it's a good question, oh, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, yes, but you it's a good point. Jewish witnesses. Right, but what would be make all, yeah, but, but, but it sounds like, at this point, Adim typically are, are other Jews, yeah. yeah. So we're going to see more cases that are even harder to understand about, like, what this society was like you know, as we move along here. But yeah, so she was basically Tahorani and I have Adim that Tahorani. So what happens? We don't say, wait till the Adim come. Let her go right away. She makes the claim, that's enough. Yeah. Right? Uh, we don't have to wait for the, for the, for the, uh, for the Adim to come. Okay? If we now allow her to get married, and now the Adim show up, they say, what are you talking about? We don't know what she's talking about. She doesn't have to, she doesn't have to leave her second husband. Okay? And, and according to what we said before, she wouldn't have to lose her psak that allows her to get remarried, right? Vimbo ede tuma, but if now Adam come and say, not just we don't know, they say, no, 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 she, she was talking with that guy, and she's Tamea. I feel yesh la kama banim, even she has a lot of children with the, with the new husband, say then she has to leave. Okay, so this is a little different than what we just, you know, said before. Now we're saying, you know, if, if, the, if the testimony is that we don't know, so then we leave her alone. But if the testimony is that, no, we know, and she's Tamea, so then she has to, uh, has to leave. So, uh, okay. So Hani Shuya said that Asan and Narada, there were certain women who were captives and they came to Narada. Okay? They came there, Rashi says the Asan and Narada La Havdosa, right, to get redeemed. I mean they like they basically brought them, you know, in chains or whatever. They brought them as you know, the captors came with them and brought them to Narada to have them to have them get money to get, money to get, to get them back. Right? The Asan and Narada. So Osiv Avua Dishmuel Nitura Bahadayu. So Avuah Shmuel, Shmuel's father, he set up guards to, to watch them, basically make sure they're not going to get taken by anybody, right? So they should have Adim the whole time that they were, that they were fine. Amalek Shmuel, Shmuel says to his father, Vad ha'idna manitrinu, and what, that's great, you have guards now. But like, they, they just showed up. They've been kidnapped for, uh, I don't know, six months, 
whatever. We don't know how long they've been, they've been gone, even for one day. They've been gone without, without a guard. So you give them guards now that they're here in Narada, but until now, we, you, who knows where they've been, right? So what, what good is the guards now? Mm-hmm. So, if they were your daughters, right? You know, you would, uh, oh, sorry, would that be okay with you? Well, so I should, we, haven't got, we haven't been protecting them until now. But now that they're here and they're Shuyos, shouldn't we at least protect them now? Okay, good. good. That's a good point, right? Okay. So, so what happened? Um, What's the point of protecting them now? That I'm just for their protection, right? In that okay, so yeah. So it's, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a fair... Okay. It's a, you know, he's making a fair halachic point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost like she's saying back to him, like, he's saying back to him, like, okay, <laughs> but at least now I should protect them from Whatever. further Whatever. horrible yeah. things happening to them, right? So, Kulehai Havai, Kishkaga... Um, right, so this became like uh, that's a phrase. It's a present koelos, but it means like it's like you know this whole conversation is happening. But like, imagine if it was your daughter, you know what happened? Basically, like they made such a statement. What happened? It, it happened. And then Shmuel's own daughters got got kidnapped. Right, so Shmuel was one who was arguing. Oh, you're protecting them so much, and then it happened to his own his own daughters. Okay, and then they brought them. They were living in Bavel, and they brought them to Eretz Yisrael. Okay. So what happened? So again, like, how do you understand what's happening here? I guess they brought them there to Israel to, again to like have them bought back. And these women, they know what's happening and they somehow leave the captors and they go into the base measure to Rabbi Hanina. Okay? And they, and they, So the, each one, each woman came to the base says, By the way, I'm a captive, and I'm Tahora. Why did they do that? Because they knew that if they're the one who claimed that they're the captive, that they can be the one to claim I'm Tahora. If they have to wait, and people are going to see them with the captors, and they're going to know it's from the and and, they, and they're going to get, the claim will come from the captors. Say, Hello, we have Shriyos here, etc. We want to redeem them. So then, what's going to happen? They won't be believed to say Tahora on it because it's a Pesha or a Pesha right? They're right. smart, right. right? So Sharino, okay, says, so okay, you're claiming it. Then you're then you're then you're tohoros. So all asu shuyanu amr. So then the, then the you know the captors walk in also after them. And, okay, yeah, these are our, these are our captives. So amr bechanina benan demariana. You know these are smart ladies, smart women. They know they they they're like tamid chachamim. They know what they're doing here, and they know how to make a claim, right? And that's going to end up helping them out. Okay, iglai milsa debanze demarshmuah. They would have found out. They found out in the end that it was marshmuah's. Daughters, and that's probably why they were so smart, because they, they were, uh, you know, they were, they were they were raised by such a tamachacham. So Amalei Rabbi Chanina, the Rav Shimon Bar Abba, poke itvo bekrovaseich. So Rabbi Chanina said to Rav Shimon Bar Abba, he said to him, "Go ahead, take care of your uh, of your karov, meaning marry one of them. Right? These are your these are your uh, relatives. Yeah, your relatives. Marry marry them. Right now, they need to be married by somebody." Right? Rashi says, So achas mehen shehen krovoseich. They're your uh, relatives, they're your cousins, whatever they are. So you should marry. They're not, they're not carved. That's forbidden to get married to, obviously. Some, you know, distant relative, but, but, but relative enough that you should marry one of them. So I'm a lady Rabbi Hanina. But you can aid them. Rabbi Hanina says back to them, but they could be witnesses, you know, uh, in, in, in Chutzlarts. Right? Who saw, Rashi says, shenishbu. Right? I mean, these women jumped the gun in a, good, in a smart way and said, yeah, 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 it was me. 
I was uh, Nishbase and I'm Tahora. Right? And it helped her out because she was the one who claimed that she was that she was captured, so she's believed to say Taharani. But he says there are other people who saw her get kidnapped in uh, in, in, in in Bavel, right? And if they and if they would testify what would happen, she loses her Pesha Asar. Right? She's not the one who's claiming it anymore, in which case she would be forbidden to him. Right? She would be t- considered a, 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 a you know Psula, it's May at that point. Uh, I wonder if Rabbi Hanina was a Komi, by the way. Look how he was. That's, that'd be part of this kasha, right? That'd be the problem, yeah, right? The note, it says here. Oh, the note says that he was a Kohen? Yeah, so, yeah it's got to be. Otherwise, otherwise cause, again, it should be to any other person. But it must be he was a Kohen. Go find right, right. So, um, so he said, So he said, Listen to who come on, Edim. Right? He goes, There aren't any. Right now, we don't have any uh, any Edim. Right? So there's no, there's no one to, 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 to ask them. Right? They, they, you know, he says, Look, there's, there's the Edim in the north. And I'm going to make you forbid me. And it's a way of just saying, like, what do you mean? Like, because they ate them. Who knows where they ate them? Is they ate them in China? Like, what do you want from me? Like, just go marry her. It's not a problem. Okay? Time with the low asu ate them. How asu ate them, the implication is that it's only because they ate them hadn't come. If they ate them would have come, they would have forbidden her. What are you talking about? Go back to the first part of, that, of, of this whole Gemara. Why is that? Why do we care? If they would have showed up, it would have been us or no. We already had a psak that they're permitted to, to get remarried, right? So what's going on here? So I'm Rav Ashi, Tuma, no, no, I'll tell you the difference. Rav Ashi says, yeah, that's true. This rule of, and this is how we kind of close it, giving Avodah Shemuel's psak, you know, like meat, you know, you know credence that, we, that we're following him, that basically he had said, once I get a psak to get remarried, leave them alone, even if new Edom come. So yeah, that's only true if the Edom are Edom like, we saw that she was Nishbase, right? But if it's Edom that say, we saw the act, Right, that the Khalidla was done to her, so that's a different story. Right, then we know, then we have certainty that 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 Tamehi, So then, in that case, she's going to be uh, she'd be Tamehi, and she wouldn't be allowed to marry a Cohen, even according to uh, even according to this chiddush that we saw of Abu Shmuel. Fine. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll stop here and we'll pick up uh, tomorrow. Depends on what the